Well, after a little bit of a hiatus, we are back with episode 15 of the podcast. It's still called Today. The reason for the break is I had to practice what I preach on this particular episode. So let's get started. We're going to talk about the book of Lamentations, verse 3, verses 40 through 42. So get your Bibles ready and let's go. Ooh, sorry about the delay there, but like I said, in this particular instance, I decided that it would be uh, a good for me to stop and, uh, you know, take inventory of my own self before I start uh, sending anything out. But we're going to be looking at uh, the Book of Lamentations, which is, if you go to Jeremiah and take a right, it'll be right there. This book was written around... 588 to 585 AD, somewhere around there. But for the purposes of our discussion, you know, you can go look that up yourself. But I want to focus on one particular thing. So if you have your Bibles open, we're going to look at the Lamentations 3, verses 40 through 42. I'm going to be reading from the Christian Standard Bible. There's a little bit of echo in this room. That's interesting. So let's lay the groundwork, shall we? Verse 40 of chapter 3 of Lamentations says, Let us examine and probe our ways and turn back to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven. We have sinned and rebelled. You have not forgiven us. So the scenario for this is Jerusalem had been accosted by the Babylonians for quite some time. And around 585, they finally broke the city wall and took siege of Jerusalem and began to take people away. Prior to that, however, the nation of Israel had started to become like the other nations around them. They were doing Baal worship. They were participating and sacrificing their babies on the arms of the idol Molech. And if you don't know about these things, it's very interesting to look up. But they had finally, they, they've been not following the ceremonial law that God had prescribed for them. And eventually, not only did they become like the world around them, the nations around them? They were seized by the world and the nations around them. And the book of Lamentations picks up where they realize just how bad they blew it. Okay, the second point I want to make here is the, the key words in this entire passage are us and we. They didn't blame anybody else for their situation. They didn't blame God. They got to a point through a process of lamenting and they realized that it was their fault that they were where they were. And see, that's a key factor for all of us. Whether you're struggling with anything, whether it's a sin of addiction or whether it's a sin of prioritization, you have to come to the point that it's not God's fault. It's our fault for being where we are and not following the precepts that he has set out for us. And it winds us up in trouble 
every time. The process of what a nation goes through when they backslide is shockingly similar to what the process is that we go through when an individual backslides. For a nation, it's just a congregation of individuals. Okay. Lamenting for our actions is actually a good thing. It's the beginning of a transition. It's the beginning of repentance. It's God's kindness that actually brings us to this point. And I want to bring up a couple of examples of people who uh, had to go through their own personal lamentations who had to go through their own thought process and ask themselves, what in the world am I doing here? One of the best examples is found in Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. It's a story we're all familiar with. It's the story of the prodigal son. And in the latter part of the story, he has to take a job feeding pigs because a famine had struck the land severely. And for a Jewish person to be anywhere near swine, I don't, I don't think our modern society can convey just how low that was. But it was extremely degrading for any Jew to be in that type of situation. But lo and behold, there he was. Scripture tells us that he was so hungry, he wanted to eat what the pigs were eating. He was going through his own personal lament. He realized that he had made a huge mistake. And his wants and his desires that conflicted with God cost him. And he realized through his lamenting that he needed to repent and go home. And as the story goes, a couple of days later, he picks up everything he had, which probably wasn't much because he was broke because he had partied out all his money and all his friends deserted him like a burp in a hurricane. So he goes home to find his father waiting for him. What a glorious thing that is. Our Heavenly Father is waiting for us when we run off like spoiled children. Another great example of someone going through some lamentations would be King David. And you can read about that in Psalms 51. King David's disobedience had so many repercussions. You could read about that. I believe it's a first or second Kings. I, I didn't write notes for that, but but it cost ripples throughout generations. But in the book, in, in Psalms 51, he says to the Lord, against you only have I sinned. He had his own personal lamentations to go through. And I think he knew that the pathway home wouldn't be an easy one, but he knew in his heart that he had sinned and he had to submit it to his heavenly father. And he had to walk through the field that he had planted. And he had to walk through the crop that had come to fruition. 
but he didn't blame anybody else but himself. Because the story goes, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. He should have been out on the battlefield fighting battles, but he was home to use modern parlance, chilling at the crib when he should have been at work. A lot of times that happens to us. We're not where we should be. We're not where we need to be. And when that happens, we begin to yearn for things that aren't God's. And eventually, sin lays siege to the city of our heart. And it breaches those walls. And it carries us away as captives. I first came across these scriptures in a group called Steps. And I've been musing over them ever since. And that's why I had the hiatus. I wanted to make sure that I was in God's will to continue this podcast. I wanted to make sure that I was placing myself in the right spot. And wasn't toying with trying to have one foot on one side and one foot on the other. And it took some prayer and some time. And that's what it takes, saints. It takes prayer and time. So if you're listening to this podcast and you find yourself in a similar situation like the prodigal son. Or you find yourself in a situation like King David. Or you find yourself in a situation like the Israelites. Don't push away this time of lamenting. Get on your knees and seek God. Realize where the fault lies. And cry out to your Heavenly Father. With a genuine heart of repentance. And He'll meet you where you are. And begin the process of restoration. I love the Bible for the fact that it uses broken people because that's the only kind of people that there are is broken people. I hope this has given you something to think about because it certainly has me. I've spent months preparing for this podcast, probably two. I wanted to let you know that there is now an email address for the podcast. It's called ISCT. It's still called today, ISCTpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any prayer requests or anything, let me know. If you have any suggestions, let me know. Just be nice, though. I'm not perfect, and I don't get everything correct. And I'm not, I'm not a scholar. I've never been to cemetery. I mean seminary. But I'm doing this to help encourage other people who struggle. I've struggled with alcohol. I've struggled with so many things in my life. And I have seen the redemptive power of God through the Holy Spirit. And I know what it can do. I know what kind of life it can bring now. And it's my turn to turn around and help. Even in, even in this meager fashion. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. Episode 16 is probably going to come along pretty quickly. I feel like that uh, it's time for me to continue on with this.
And for those of you who listen faithfully, I thank you very much. Once again, that email address is ISCTpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you're listening on Anchor, you can leave me a little voice message. I appreciate you all. And like Red Green said, we're all in this together. So let's help each other. Let's lift each other up in the name of Jesus. And let's encourage each other daily as long as it's called today.